Installment of Roping the Cowboy by Kennedy Fox, and um, I'm sure you guys are really eager to hear the ending. I think <laughs> so. We're gonna drag this out as much as possible. So we're, yeah, we're gonna dangle it in front of you like a carrot until we're ready to let it fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> and you've just never had this much power, and you really love it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that is an incredible evil laugh. Like you've you've been practicing. You can go from evil laugh to <laughs> we got so many comments about your Scooby Doo laugh. Oh my god! I got text messages about it. <laughs> it's so good. It's a walking sound effect machine. So yeah, like we are really excited to play the the ending. Uh, but we are going to read some listener emails first. And you you guys love to hear them. In, in Reading yeah. Romance Headquarters, everybody talks a segment where we talk about the 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 emails that you guys send in. Everybody seems to enjoy them a lot. So we're, I have like a big stack here and we'll see how many well, we Well, I was going to say, through. you post topics too. Yeah. So if you're not in our headquarters group, you need to go and join in on Facebook, Read Me Romance Headquarters. Tessa will, usually once a week, she posts like, hey, send me your favorite fruit or something <laughs> like that. Like just a random topic. And she's like, I promise it'll make sense later. So what was this topic? Well, this week I asked for cringe stories, but we told those on Monday. So okay. now I just have like a bunch of random stuff and a lot of them are pertain to like how the podcast has affected a reader's sex life. Oh, okay. Um, stuff like that. Let's do it. it. Was, it's just, okay, here we go. This is from Julia. It says, hello, ladies. I uh, just want you to know I love your podcast. I listen while walking my dog every day. Let's see. So I'm an older woman, almost 50, and she has a screaming face, which I'm like, Come on, 50 is like the new 30. 50 is not old. <laughs> and I love the stories with older women. We are the bomb as well and deserve love and hot sex too. So thanks for these books for us. We actually have more time for hot sex as kids aren't under our toes anymore. You got that right. <laughs> so uh, your stories keep me grinning and nodding my head while either agreeing with you or shaking my head with your craziness. <laughs> keep it up. Like, thanks, Julia. So, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's cute, right? And yeah. so the stories that she's referring to are Snowfall by M. Never features an older Securing couple. Securing Brene. And Securing Brene by Susan Stoker. Wow. And I think, which was incredible. Which was incredible. Yeah. I think there's an author called L.B. Dunbar who I've actually met, and she writes specifically books for over 40. Oh, wow. It might even be over 50. Nice. But people love them, and she's really nice in person. So, L- yeah. yeah. So check her out if you want more over 50 romance. Nice. Okay. It's uh, one of, she, she kind of included some cringe stuff and actually she's, she's one of the fantasies that we read. Okay. So this email is from a listener who's, we read her fantasy a couple weeks ago. Oh, nice. She's kind okay. of following up on that uh, and what we said afterwards, uh, <laughs> but she started with a cringe story. So she said she can't deal with a bag of chips or whatever what? being opened from the bottom. <laughs> oh. That makes her cringe. Who does that? What kind of like psycho kind of children are you? Yeah. Yeah. I used to know somebody, this guy who would open from the middle of the back and open <sighs> it and it would make a bowl. And I've never been able to accomplish that in my life, but it was the most. Wait, 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 wait. Say it again. He would you like open-, open, he would like take the center, twist the center of the back of the chip bag and tear it open and it would create its own bowl. But how do you close it when you're done? Or I you think it's for like a whole party. Well, it's just, it's just a small uh, bag of chips. Yeah. You're thinking of a giant Dorito bag? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got so turned on. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. yeah. Yes, Where is the whole bag. you speak of? I know, yeah. Shame. So you need the whole bag. Yes. Shame yes. Okay, so uh, I also want to say thanks for reading my fantasy. You guys were right in thinking it's because I don't have a lot of control in my marriage. Uh, I think she was... So she was one of the fantasies where she wants to. I remember. Um, oh, she wants to be in control. She wants. Well, she wants to take her husband no. in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think with yeah. the dildo. So she said, "Not that it's bad. It's just always he's always decided when and how we had sex." Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I wanted to tell you I have to put a towel down for sex as well. <laughs> that's my jam. Uh, and mine is because I'm a squirter and I have multiple orgasms, so it can get messy wow. if we don't have a towel down. Sorry for the TMI. And I just want to say to you, it sounds like your marriage is fine. <laughs> no, it sounds like your sex life wow. is fine. I know, like you're you're doing something yeah, right. Yeah, you're putting a towel down just because you're a squirter. Well, like, yeah, think, yeah let's not worry Good about it. Good for you. And yeah. also, it sounds like maybe you could share that fantasy and it wouldn't be a thing. <laughs> know, your right? husband sounds like he's game for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello, ladies. I know you all saw my Facebook post in headquarters, but when I saw your request for emails about this... Oh, so she already posted this in the in the group. It's okay. Let's leave it off. <laughs> Friday night. Why do you want to out people? I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so maybe people want to hear their name on the podcast. Maybe if they're polite. I don't, if they're just, if they're saying something nice, I think it's okay. Like the first one was really nice. Yeah. But maybe if it's sexy, just in case, cause you just never know who listens. Yeah. It's that's just true. to protect them. Friday night after a ridiculous week, I got the five kids to bed five minutes early. Feeling like a superhero. I planned to shower, put on my comfy PJs and listen to a few episodes of the podcast in bed before going to bed early. I always bring my phone with me to the shower, usually because I listen to podcasts or music while showering, which is new. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. But decided to enjoy the quiet for one night. The podcast was queued up, but I didn't start it. When I got out of the shower, I couldn't find my phone. I have three children, ages six, four, and two, so my brain rarely fires on all cylinders, which made me assume I had just imagined bringing my phone in with me. After finishing my bedtime prep, I head into our room where I find my husband sitting on the bed holding my phone with my hot pink earbuds in his ear. Oh my God. I sat there for a minute, shocked, because he never touches my phone. Boundaries, man. After she said that, not me. I know. After a minute or so, I walked over and touched his shoulder. He startles, pops the earbuds out, and says, I wanted to see why you never take these damn things out of your ears. I'm going to take a shower. Don't finish before I get back. Then he walks calmly out of the room while I gape at him. Me being me, I jump on headquarters to tell the story and agree with everyone about the sexy kimono. Oh, she said, <laughs> should I put on my sexy kimono or should oh, I put my comfy okay. PJs on? That's right. Well, I was going to say, like, if you want your name on it, just go on a, in the headquarters and say, I submitted that if you want your name. <laughs> or just say it in that. the email. Yeah, just say it in the email like you don't mind your name being read. Okay. Your first yeah, name that's only. A good idea. Be yeah. But he came back before I could change into my kimono. Mm-hmm. He looks at me, points to the bed, and pops an earbud in one ear holding the other out to me he hits play we then listened to three different episodes because he kept asking me to let him listen to my favorites let me just say things got a bit interesting before the end of the third episode <laughs> i wonder what she was she listening to i don't know i think that was maybe during it was either during halfway 
girl week or no. I get Ralph. He wrecked it. <laughs> For the next couple of hours, we talked about fantasies. Some we have never ever shared and ended the night with a bang or four might have lost count for a couple who is used to super secret ninja sex with our romantic background music being a baby monitor. This night was a return to pre kid us. I want to thank you so much for inadvertently changing my sex life and helping me reconnect with my husband. Your show is absolutely amazing. And you gain another listener because I'm under strict orders to share my favorite episodes from the week with ev- with him every weekend. Thank you oh, so I much, and for- please forgive any typos found in here. I have two kids pulling in my arms while I type. <laughs> That's so great! Isn't I that love so that. cool. That makes me so happy and warm. Oh, I love that. I do too, and it's like it's the best part about romance. Do you do your like your husbands know everything about what you like and what your fantasies are, or do you keep certain things to yourself? They know everything, or he knows. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Apparently, we don't. <laughs> I was gonna say like I think she was answering for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I feel like Mel and I share the same brain where we're just like, yeah, for sure, we know each other. But yeah, Mel's my wife, (laughs) so yeah, she knows everything. (laughs) But no, my husband. Yeah, I think he knows. I don't think he. I don't think there's anything he wouldn't know. It's hard not to know, especially with what we write. Yeah, it's hard to find out. Yeah, it's just out. out in the middle of everything, you know. And he used to read our books, too. Like, when I would write, he would go back and read it. But we've written so many now. He's like, I can't keep up. <laughs> so... But he, always, he does a cute thing where he keeps all of our emails. I don't know why he does. I found it so adorable. Yeah, he gets he signed up for our emails and then he keeps them in a little folder so he can see what new releases we have. And oh, stuff. That's, that's cute. cute. Yeah. My husband doesn't give a shit. He's like, when's the check coming? All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, is it making money? I know, right? Yeah, that's it. That's all he cares about. Well, he always asks now. He's like, well, how's the podcast doing? I'm like, I, I guess it's okay. I don't really know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't have anything to judge it from because I know. it's so new. I have no barometer. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I'm like, we have fun. Yeah. People seem to like it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So this is an embarrassing story. I won't read her name because of that. I love your podcast. Tessa is one of my favorite authors. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, so I wonder why you picked this one. Yeah. I see why Tessa got this email. Humble brag. (laughs) I think it would be cool if you guys did a segment of funny stories, funny sex stories. And I have a story I would like to share. Actually, I've been dying to tell somebody because it's so fucking funny, but too embarrassing to share with anyone I know. And I don't want it to get back to my husband. My husband and I were <laughs> my husband and I were in the 69 position uh, with me on top. Oh. I deep-throated his dick and gagged, which made me pee a little. because it flattered me at the beginning it's actually really I'm hilarious crying. so I'm uh crying. i'm gonna read that again deep throated his dick and gagged which made me pee a little it went over his chin and down his neck no! i told him he made me squirt <laughs> <laughs> and he was really proud of himself <laughs> thankfully i didn't pee in his mouth it would have had to i would have had to divorce him due to the embarrassment oh it's the best thing ever 
Oh my god. And you know, I mean, just all bad. Everybody has their glasses off, wiping their eyes. I know, like wiping away tears. This is the best. I love this We appreciate you sending that in. I know. Thank you. Whoever that was, thank you for sharing that with us. That was awesome. And you know what? We've all been in situations like that. Maybe not that exact one, but we've all been in awkward situations during sex. It happens to everybody. That's hilarious. That's fucking awesome. I'm so glad you shared that with us. That was great. Loved it. Thank you. Okay, this last one is, I'm not going to read her name because uh, it's kind of <laughs> personal, but it is, okay, so it says, hi, ladies. I know you pre-record your sessions, so this might not be relevant to whichever week you are currently recording now, but I have to share a little story. I was listening to the third installment of Snowfall at work, winky face, and you began the podcast by reading an email from a woman who was talking about how her husband got in on the lingo in the Alexa Riley book, Closer. Well, I have a little story. Reading is my hobby, and smutty romance books are, in the words of Leah, my fucking jam. (laughs) Basically, if it's about an alpha male and a smart-mouthed heroine, I'm in. (laughs) I accidentally started this tradition where I read a book book while my husband and I are both uh, commuting separately to our jobs in the morning. I call him and tell him all about the book I finished. He listens and comments here and there, but it's fun to talk to someone about it. Anyway, I'm new to your work, Tessa, and I loved Renaissance Man. Uh, So when you released Happy Girl on the podcast, I was all in. When I heard Jeremiah tell us the sex scene, I was hot for it. When the installment finished, I was like, did I just get pregnant? (laughs) Anyway, cut to that Friday evening uh, after the book ended. My husband and I were laying in bed and I was telling him about it. I ended up playing him the chapter with the sex scene as told by Jeremiah. It had the same effect on me. And when I reached down to my husband's boxers to play with him, he was starting to get hard. Needless to say, we had amazing sex right (laughs) after the chapter, and I swear to God, if I got pregnant that night, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Anyway, I love your book, and your commentary on the podcast cracked me up. Keep up the good work. That's amazing. I love that. I want all these stories about how your husband is getting in on romance. I know. I want the I want the pee in the mouth stories. I want the the listening to them. <laughs> I want, I want pee all in the mouth stories. Wait, wait. We don't want too many of those. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. The, no, no, I no. Want the we want the accidental stories. pee in the mouth stories. Yeah, I want the I want the funny ones because those kill me. Those are great because, uh, like I said, it happens to everybody. But like it just the, and those when the husbands listen to the romance, I think that's so great too. I love when they get into it and it's just so sweet. Yeah, and so, yeah. and like I think maybe some and romance is generally just for women, and it's for women, it's by women, and yeah. that's okay, and we love that about it's it. Fucking awesome, but it, yeah. but like just your husband wanting to know what it is that you're so interested in is the sexy thing mm-hmm. about that, and it makes him more masculine. It doesn't make him yeah. not masculine because he's listening to romance, and who or, cares anyway? <laughs> yeah, or if you're a single lady and you have funny stories about guys you've dated, let's get those too. <laughs> Read me romance at gmail.com. <laughs> Read me romance at gmail.com. Send us, send us your cringe, things that make you cringe. Send us uh-huh. funny dating stories, funny mm-hmm. sex stories, happy sex stories between ghost you stories. and your husband. Ghost Sexy stories. ghost stories. <laughs> and also, I was, I was thinking how I would love to hear your celebrity sightings or encounters. Like if you've had, oh, yeah. if you've had an encounter with a celebrity, like I want to hear I like about that it. Too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's all I got, guys. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all the things you're reading today. That's it. <laughs> okay. Cool. So let's send them into the final installment, uh, "Roping the Cowboy" by Kennedy Fox. <laughs> <laughs>
And we'll catch up with you guys on the other side. Awesome. Okay. Bye. Bye. Chapter 9. Cat. Braxton has my dress off before I can process what's happening. He tosses me on the bed as though I'm a weightless doll before gripping my ankles and pulling my ass to the edge. Braxton! I squeal, fisting the sheets for support. He ignores me, widening my legs and then kneeling in front of me. The moment his tongue licks between my slit, I see stars and every part of my body buzzes with anticipation. The man has talent like I've never experienced. And if I never leave his bed again, I'd die a satisfied, happy woman. Braxton's magical mouth brings me over the edge once again. I've never orgasmed so many times in my life, and I'm left wondering how the hell he managed to work my body like a well-played violin. Goddamn, I could devour you all fucking night long, he finally says after 20 minutes of doing just that. He climbs up my body, feathering kisses along my skin. Braxton's lips slide up my stomach, kissing between my breasts, then up my neck, and finally to my mouth. How do you manage to drive me so damn insane? I want to pound you hard and take things slow with you all at the same time, because I don't want this to ever end. Wow, you have a charming way with words, I tease, chuckling when he cups my breast and flicks my nipple. I want to taste you now, I boldly tell him. Your turn to get on the bed. He leans down and quickly pecks my lips. Yes, ma'am. His obedience makes me laugh as I climb on top of him so I can drag his jeans down his legs. I order him to remove his shirt, and when I finally get to the holy grail, I lower my mouth and suck him with everything I have. His moans and grunts encourage me, and I love how I'm the one making him crazy. Shit, cat. His hand fists my hair as he moves my head up and down on his hard length. You feel fucking amazing. I work him fast and hard, and just when I feel his body tighten, he pushes me away. His rapid breathing has me making sure he's not going to die on me. Bend over, he demands. I get on my knees, and when I feel him behind me, he pushes my thighs apart and eases inside me. My body shivers, and my fists grab the sheets as he thrusts into me over and over again, so deep and hard until he's driving me over the edge. The feelings I have for Braxton were unexpected, and I literally fought them every step of the way, but never again. I've never felt this way before and by Braxton's consistent need to get under my skin and taunt the hell out of me, I know he feels the same. Every touch makes me feel like I'm the only woman in his world. Braxton, I plead, wanting more. I don't know how my body can even take any more, but when it comes to him, it's never enough. Yes, baby, squeeze that cunt. I'm so fucking close. His words encourage my body to unravel, and within seconds, he's following behind, filling me deep and hard. As we lie next to each other on the messed up bed, our heavy breaths are the only sounds in the room. With sweaty and marked bodies, 
I find myself wanting to curl up against him and beg him to keep me. All it took was some crappy muffins and cow shit to get you into my bed, he says, bursting into laughter as if he's the only one who gets the joke. I snarl at him, not finding it funny, considering. But at least I no longer have a knee-jerk reaction to junk punch him. You really suck at this, I tease, chuckling with him. He rolls over and pulls me to his chest. I want to take you out on a date, a real date. I laugh at the irony, considering we've skipped the whole dating aspect of a relationship and jumped back into bed together. What did you have in mind? Don't worry, I'll come up with something amazing. It'll have your panties dropping. He flashes me a wink, and I roll my eyes at his pathetic line. Okay, but let's agree on one thing, I counter. No more pranks. His lips tilt up until he's smiling ear to ear. Then you might not want to open a package I had sent to your bakery. It's a bomb of glitter dicks, and the second you pull it open, it'll explode everywhere. My eyes go wide. You didn't. It was an act of passion, I swear. He holds up his hand as if he's a boy scout. Okay, fair enough. Then you might not want to wear your work boots for a while. He gives me a shocked look. You messed with my boots? I giggle. It was an act of hatred, I swear. That's it, woman. He rolls me over and climbs on top of me. You're gonna pay for that. And I happily do. All night long. Chapter 10 Braxton Six Months Later This morning, Alex asked me to help him load a few tractors on a trailer before I head to the airport. Of course, I agreed, since Kat and I will be in Alabama for the rest of the week to visit my parents. It's crucial for Kat to meet everyone in person. Sharing pictures and FaceTiming isn't enough, considering we're engaged now, and she's going to be a part of the family. After I finish up, I drive home and quietly enter the house as Kat stands at the counter drinking a glass of milk. She's in her head, not paying attention as she looks out the kitchen window. I walk up behind her and wrap my arms around her waist, surprising her. You're home already, she turns around and pulls me close. I wasn't expecting you for at least an hour. I hurried so we could get on the road sooner. I paint my lips softly against hers. You keep doing that, cowboy, and we're not going to make it to San Antonio on time. I moan against her lips. Well, since I'm early, we've got some time. She lifts her eyebrows, and it doesn't take long before we're stumbling to the couch and dropping our clothes along the way. By the time we make it there, we're completely naked. Cat greedily pushes me down. I grab her hips when she straddles my lap and guide myself inside her. When our bodies connect, she releases a deep, satisfied moan. She takes full control, rocking her hips against me. I lean up so our mouths meet and run my fingers through her hair, pulling her closer. I love you, she whispers and picks up the pace. Now give it to me harder. I love you too. I grab her ass in my palms and give her long, deep thrusts. 
It's exactly what she loves. Her head rolls back on her shoulders as I take one of her perky nipples into my mouth while pinching the other. She doesn't slow her rhythm, and I don't know how much longer I'll last. Her orgasm builds quickly, and it doesn't take long before we're losing ourselves together. I can't seem to get enough of her, and I know I never will. We quickly clean up, and when I look over at Cat, I smile. She's everything I've ever wanted, and I don't know what I did in life to deserve such a sweet, caring woman. Though she calls me out on my shit often, Cat is my biggest supporter and quickly became my best friend. I can't imagine her not being in my life at this point. Though I want to hold her soft body against mine all morning, we've got to get going. As if she reads my mind, she kisses me one last time before standing to get dressed. I put on some clean clothes and grab our suitcases to carry them to the truck. She follows me with a box full of pastries that need to be dropped off at the B&B before we leave. As I lock up, I glance at her over my shoulder. You got everything? Yep, already double-checked my bag, she reassures me, pushing the massive box of baked goods in the back seat. We exchange grins and hop into the truck and drive to the B&B. Once we arrive, I open the passenger door for her to grab the pastries before we walk up to the front porch. My stomach grumbles as the sweet bread cat baked mixes with the aroma of the bacon and eggs being placed out for the guests. Colton and Presley are chatting with John, and as soon as we walk in, they all light up. There's the happy couple, Presley exclaims, walking toward us with open arms. She hugs Cat and gives me a grin. After I hand John the box of goodies, Colton rushes to me with open arms trying to hug me, making fun of Presley and Cat, but I swat him away. Babe, we should eat breakfast here, since we didn't have time at home, I tell Cat over my shoulder. Colton and Presley glance at each other, then burst out laughing. Ew! Shut up, I tell them, and Cat giggles. Yeah, help yourselves. Y'all have a long drive ahead of you, John says. Colton makes a joke about how he should happily offer us breakfast every morning. As they go back and forth with each other, Cat turns to me. Actually, I'm not that hungry. I tilt my head at her because we routinely eat together before we go our separate ways for work. She was up late last night baking for the B&B, so I let her sleep in this morning. You feeling okay? Yeah, I think it's just nerves, flying and all that. She glances at Presley, then back at me. I shrug and walk over to the buffet line and grab a biscuit, cut it open, and place a sausage patty inside. I walk back to them, taking a bite and she makes a face. Are you sure you're okay? I ask around a mouthful, noticing she's wrinkling her nose at the smell of my food. Colton snickers, watching Cat and me. His arm is wrapped around Presley's waist. Sounds like pregnancy symptoms to me, he sings songs. Presley looks at Colton with wide eyes and lightly elbows his stomach while Cat shoots daggers at him. If looks could kill, he'd be dead. Twice. I glance over at my girl and notice the color draining from her face. I step toward her, closing the distance between us. Are you pregnant? I whisper low enough for only her to hear, searching her face. All eyes are on us. Her mouth opens, then closes, and Colton and Presley excuse themselves as I grab her hand. 
cat? She finally nods, and a beautiful smile fills her face. Yes, I just found out. Tears fill her eyes as my emotions burst in my chest. I immediately drop to my knees and wrap my arms around her waist, kissing her stomach. I'm going to be a dad. I'm shocked and completely in awe. This was entirely unexpected, but nevertheless, I'm ecstatic. She runs her fingers through my hair and forces me to look up into her eyes. You are. You're going to make such a great dad too, Braxton. Tears stream down her face, and I stand, wiping them away. I hope those are happy tears. Cat wraps her arms around my neck, nodding. Of course they are. I never thought I'd have this life. I'm so damn lucky. I tuck loose strands of hair behind her ears and lean in for a kiss. After you agreed to marry me, I thought nothing could top that. But you proved me wrong. Starting a family with you, getting to be with you for the rest of my life, you've made me the happiest man on earth, Cat. Thanks for roping my heart and never letting me go. I love you so damn much. She kisses me with everything she has, and I can barely contain my happiness. I love you too, she whispers against my lips. Forever, cowboy. And we're back. Hey! Hey! Hey, happiness. It's beautiful epilogue. They're married, happily ever after. Which Obviously. Love. Um, it's <laughs> nice that they show us like down, like a further down the road than, you know, like just a couple of months, right? Yes. I like yeah. that. And well, that's what we do that's in our epilogues too. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like, especially with our story, sometimes they meet like in a day and they fall in love and get married. And, like it's all like within 24 hours. So sometimes it's nice to like see them years later and think like, oh yeah, you can have a happily ever after that, you know, just because you, you know, meet and fall in love and get married in a month, like, it can still last. Yeah. Do you know, do you know anybody who's done that, that's, like, met super quick and gotten married and it lasted forever? I feel like I've heard stories like that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to probably remember all of them as soon as I get off here. But Yeah, for sure. I don't think it's that. You know what? I think I do that, too, where I, everything takes place over the course of a week. It happens to me a lot. Yeah. Because I'm like, why yeah. would they spend one second apart once they meet? Yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> so, like... You know, like, I'm like, why would he let two or three days pass without going to see her again or whatever? Like, it, it drives me nuts. And so that's why a lot of my stuff takes place in, like, a really compact period of time as well. I enjoy yeah. that as a reader, so. Mm -hmm. I do, too. But, you know, there's something to be said, too. I remember when we were writing everything for her, like, our big novel, because it's like 100,000 words. But it was like... When we were writing that, I remember at one point, we we're like, well, you know, okay, what's their day to day? Because even as a reader, I don't mind that sometimes, like, to see them live in the love. Like, even though they've met right away and they're together, like, sometimes, like, if you really love the couple, you just want to see them, like, go to the grocery store together or whatever it is. You know, like, it might feel mundane to a writer, but that, as a reader, those are the moments that I really cherish. You know, those small things in between that they do together. What are you guys so writing like right now? 
Are you guys finished with the her virgin wife, virgin husband? Oh yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, we finished with the virgin wife and the virgin husband. I think we're done with both of those. Yep. And so already the virgin husband's out. The virgin wife is out today. It's March 1st. Get both of those. It's a duet. Basically the books are about then the virgin husband, the guy and the girl on that, they get married because their families are kind of joined through business and stuff. And so they marry just for convenience sake, I guess, but they're not in love. They've never been in love. They're just good friends. They've never kissed or anything. And so, and then he meets the heroine and he falls in love and he's like, okay, well I'm married. And so that's something that, you know, we talked about, how do we write a married hero and have this be okay for our readers? Like what heroine wants to be with a married man, you know? So that was something we decided to write. And the wife in this book, her name's Savannah, and her book's out today, The Virgin Wife, because she's really protective of of Aiden because she, you know, she loves him. That's her friend. You know, they've been friends since they were kids. And so she's a bitch to the heroine to begin with because she's like, who are you? You just show up out of nowhere. Like, Aiden's super rich. He's, you know, like, well off and famous and all this stuff. And she's like, you're just going to show up and, and act like this is, you know, no big deal. But really, she's bitter because... You know, not only has she, you know, been pushed into this marriage that she didn't want, but she's been pushed into every corner of her life, you know, where she went to school, who she was friends with, like people she could hang out with, like, or, you know, where she went, you know, her entire life has been manipulated by her, her father and her mom and, you know, they have control of her trust fund and everything. And it's like, she has nothing. And then she sees her best friend fall in love. And she's jealous of that almost because he has the freedom to do that. And so, and, and she's mad that the one man who made a promise to her that she actually trusts is backing out of that promise. Exactly. Yeah. That her best friend was like, Hey, I'm going to stay with you. We'll get married. It'll all be fine. Like we don't have to be in love, but at least she'll be out from under your parents. Yeah. And now he's going back on it. Like you said. So, and then, so this book that comes out today, The Virgin Wife, like this is about like the bitch, quote unquote, getting her redemption. And, you know, it's the fact that, like, you know, you understand, well, she actually fell in love when she was 14 and she couldn't be with him because her parents wouldn't let her, wouldn't let it happen. And so it's kind of about, like, this guy that loved her knew he couldn't have her and had to watch her get married to somebody else. And so it's kind of like him, you know, coming back and saying, no, it, it's time now. It's time to quit fucking around. Like, and he's, and he's been, happen. and he hasn't been with anybody since they were 14. Nope. <laughs> of course not. I know that, but like, I know. Yeah. It's, it's a really great, like we had so this he's been like really a decade, cool concept. Over a decade. Yep. Since he was 14. Yeah. And since they were together, because he was like, you know, from a really poor background and he wanted to make some of the, something of himself because he knew he couldn't have her. Where'd he go? Until he. I'm like, tell me the whole story. I know. I know. (laughs) Read the book, Tessa. God damn it. It's 99 cents. Go get it. It's in Kindle Unlimited too. Okay, fine. I will. But yeah, I mean, we just had this really cool concept and then Mel had this really neat idea for the covers. So we're hoping it, it all works out. Did I? Did I see it yet? No, we haven't. We haven't had done it. Have I ruined my chances really... to see it? Mayhem, who does all of our all the podcast stuff, is doing them next week. Okay, yeah, cool. she's the one who handles all the. Well, I guess stuff. for you guys, it was in the past. <laughs> <laughs> They've already seen them now at this point. Yeah, but we had like Mel had this awesome concept about the covers that you know on the Virgin Husband cover. You're you're looking at behind the bra or behind the girl. And you're looking past her to the man. And on the virgin wife, it's flip-flopped where you're looking past the man to the girl. Oh, I like that. It's like two different points of view. Yeah, exactly. That's rad. 
Yeah, I'm all it about was really it. fun. What are you writing right now, Tessa? Now that we have to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> now that you have to ask me? I'm not writing anything right now. No? No, because I just turned in heat stroke. And so I guess then either than Your male male book? Yeah. And then I have to decide if I'm going to write this Enemies to Lovers book, which should, or if I'm going to write uh, the final book in the Beach Kingdom series. So... I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. But just whatever tickles your fancy. It's, yeah, um, I just have to decide which I'm going to pick. So Now, let me ask you this. On your, when is your mail mail book coming out? Because people are really asking for this one. End of March. Because like, Eagle okay. has it, but she's so busy with uh, your shit. Super busy. She... Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> she said she can, she's going to get it back to me the first week of March. So once I have it okay. back, I mean... You know, I would say end of March, probably. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That's it for today. We, oh, let me talk to you about Kennedy Fox for a minute. Yes. Okay. Their entire backlist is on Kindle Unlimited, and I know you guys want more from them. Of course. So I'll put the link to their Amazon author page down in the show notes, so you guys can just easily click. Taming Him is free. I think today is the last day. It's going to be free, and it's the first book in this series, the Bishop Brothers series, which is what you just listened to, and Roping the Cowboy is also in that series. It, it, it has got the same secondary characters. Oh, sorry, Falling for the Cowboy. And let's see, they're doing, they do a, a newsletter where they send out freebie serial, like they send out a chapter every Friday. You can sign up there and get uh, like a little bit of their uh, of a new story every single week, which is really cool. Yeah, pre-order Roping the Cowboy as well. There's going to be bonus. Uh, there's going to be an extended epilogue in the ebook version. So make sure you click that. We'll put all of it in the show notes. And that's pretty much it. Leah. Awesome. Catherine Nolan's um, Breath of Fire is out too. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. listen to that. Catherine Nolan's Breath of Fire. She was, uh, it's her, the book she uh, brought to the podcast is out today. And it was about Did a yoga a teacher. Cover? No, it's the same cover. Just, you know, like she switched up a little bit of the text, but yeah, okay. same cover. And it's about the yoga teacher, Sage, and second chance with his uh, <laughs> high school girlfriend. Super sexy. So check that out. Who have we got next week? Oh, yeah. Keep <laughs> It's okay. You're not prepared. So. <laughs> it Ella Sorry. Fox? I had a really uh, crazy week. Is, I think it's Ella Fox. I do think Rated X by Ella Fox is the is the book on the podcast next week. But let me double check. Tell me about that one because I haven't read it yet. It's about – a. I think he's a director and just a normal girl. And they – he comes – I think they bro- they broke up for a few months because he had to go to do a shoot and she just broke up with him and then he comes back and he steps in and she's like on the worst first date ever with some guy. And he comes and saves the day and busts the guy's face up and then redeems himself. Yeah, and he's like, I want a second chance with you. Yes, it's really sweet. I enjoyed it. Okay, awesome. And we love Ella Fox and we can't wait to have her on the yes. podcast. And I- It's part of, sorry, the I Don't and I Want books oh, is okay, part of yeah. that series. So yeah. it wraps into it. Them. You should definitely read those. Those are some of my all-time favorite books. So those if you haven't... Yeah, if you haven't read those, you should definitely check those out if you want to get a jump start. What's so what are they called again? I don't and I want the I don't. I think I've talked about it before. It's where the husband or the fiance shows up because the wife left him or the fiance left him and he like they've been apart for like six months and he like walks in and she's like at work and he's like all right this is done now get up out of your chair and she's like what he's like get up (laughs) it's awesome i'm like this is wonderful like chapter one (laughs) i was like get up (laughs) i love it all right so yeah check out read some ella fox this weekend get ready for get revved up for next week it's a super hot cover as well 
called Rated X. And we can't wait to share it with awesome. you. So we'll be back next week. Leah, tell them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book, that's fine. Or you could sit back, relax, and unwind. And read me romance. Read, read me romance.